Welcome to the Ladies Power Lunch Podcast with Dr. Davia Shepard, a resource for women in business, presenting a wide range of topics exploring professional growth and personal development. And now, Dr. Davia Shepard. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Grow Your Business Smarter, Live Your Optimal Life show. And today, my special guest is Kelly McCarthy. She is an amazing best-selling author. You're going to see her work coming in our Ladies Power Lunch anthology, which we're going to be launching October 17th and 18th. And in that story, she shares about going from a breakdown to a breakthrough. She shows you how you have to establish your boundaries so that you can be the best leader that you can be and you can establish yourself in that leadership role where you are no longer searching everywhere for clients under a rock, under this book over here, not searching for clients because you are a leader and what you're doing is you're lighting up so that people can find you your reach is extended and then the people who need you they can find you and they light up and then they light up their people and on and on it goes and guess what that does that makes the world so much of a better place so kelly welcome we're so happy to have you here on the show and i'd love for you to just very briefly share who are you and what it is that you do I need a business shaman. And I know you've said that a shaman is the name that people ascribe to you. Well, I'm ascribing that name to you. So you've been ascribed. (laughs) If people want to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to be able to do that? Oh, the best way I I am found everywhere. You can find me on Facebook. You can go right to my website. You can look under this rock. She's everywhere, guys. (laughs) Feel me everywhere. Best way is my website, which is beyondwordsandwisdom.com. You can sign up for my uh, newsletter there and get this amazing thing for are you planning or manifesting if you join my newsletter. Also, I have this nudge from above. So you can have a complimentary 30-minute call with me to you know chat, get a little bit of a reading about your soul and talk to me about what is in your best interest and if I'm the right guide for you. And of course, Facebook, Instagram, Messenger, I'm everywhere. And nice and easy, Kelly McCarthy on all the social media channels and then my website, Beyond Words and Wisdom. Kelly, tell us a little bit about who are the people you work with who are the people who those are your ideal people like when you dive in to work with these people it's juicy and exciting who are they the juicy ones Ooh, i've got a lot of juicy ones um i would say the people that have had that little bit of a nudge they're questioning, you know, where they are in their life, what it is their purpose is. I hear this all the time. I don't know what my life purpose is. I don't know what my soul purpose is. I'm feeling lost. Those are usually the people that come to me looking for those answers because I understand that we're spiritual beings having that human experience. And oftentimes in our human experiences, when we lose touch with our soul, um, and where we were born from and where we came from. So that's kind of where people usually find me. I also work with a lot of people that have had experienced some sort of trauma and it is locked somewhere within them and it is affecting their entire life. Uh, whether it's military personnel, EMTs, police, fire, they also seem to find me 
and help them work through that trauma, help release it from their bodies. Excellent. I really see how working with you would be beneficial to people. But we're talking today about leadership and collaborative leadership. And I'm just wondering, in your business, in your day-to-day, how do you use collaboration as a tool every day? Every single day. It is never about me. I co-create every single day with every single person I come in contact with, including the animal kingdom. Because again, each and every one of us are imprinting and impacting the world, whether conscious to it or not. So when I talk about co-creation, it's not just necessarily in my business world. It's when you're at the grocery store. It's that smile that you give that stranger. It's the person that you are working with, allowing them to see themselves. I'm merely a mirror. That's what I call myself. People look into me and they're able to see the truth of themselves. They're able to see the possibilities, the opportunities. Mm -hmm. Uh, Their beliefs start to shift a bit. So that's what I see as co-creation facilitation is holding space, being the best version as I can each and every day. And with that, holding the space, knowing that every single one of us are doing the best we can with what we know right here, right now. So holding space with compassion and non-judgment for where people are exactly in this moment is key to co-creation right? Because we could be looking at the very same situation, but have two completely different viewpoints of that because of our social upbringing, our belief systems, things that were instilled in us that might not even be ours. So being able to look at people and hold them exactly where they are with love, that's co-creation. That's every day, whether it's business or personal, because it all, it's all connected. It's everything is connected. We're all one energy. So I always say to people that as we know better, we do better. And as we do better, we help create space for others to do the same. So it doesn't matter if it's my business or it's my personal life. I show up the same in each because that matters. You will not find me being a different person in my personal life than my professional life. I love that. I tell people all the time, guys, what you see is what you get. This is it. Also lazy. I don't have time to be so many different people (laughs) at the same time. Other thing, I have mommy brain. If I try to be something different, I'm probably going to forget what that was. So yeah, this is it. What you see is what you get. And holding that compassionate space for others with absolutely no judgment is such a gift to others. It really, really is. But it's also a gift to us to be able to experience that individual just as they are. I love that. That is that there's beauty in that. You said yes to being part of our leadership project, which is going to be an amazing summit. And we're launching this best-selling anthology with a bunch of leaders who are just bringing their stories together to help all of us to be better collaborative leaders going forward and using that to grow our businesses, grow our reach, grow our income, grow our abundance, grow our time freedom. Who wants more time? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
this, this is, this is an amazing opportunity that you've given us to learn from you. What made you say yes, Kelly, to this project? What made me say yes was the ability to showcase leadership in a very different way. I lead from energetic frequencies and I don't lead from fundamentals and foundations and funnels and all that other thing. And I'm not saying anything is wrong with any of that. It's just the way that I facilitate just comes from a very different space. I have to be in the energy of first understanding that I am the one responsible for what I am creating just by my energetic frequency. So this coming in and seeing who is going to be a part of this and feeling the energies of the women that were involved, it was a no brainer. I was like, I am all in to this one. And I have been asked to be a part of anthologies before, and it just never quite felt right then. But this one, it was just dive in, done. Beautiful. I love the topic. And we played around. I'm going to give you guys a little inside baseball here. The name of the anthology that we're going to be pumping out in October. Look out for it October 17th and 18th. And we're also having our summit October 17th and 18th called Ignite Your Leadership. But we played around with calling it heterarchy. And the reason for this is that Heterarchy is a term that's probably in the past been used more by mathematicians to talk about fun, exciting mathematics stuff. Come on, guys, all our math nerds in the house, let's talk about it. But we and my son could tell us a ton about it, because as y'all who watch the show often know, I can't stop talking about my children. And he is just he, he loves math the way I love cake. It's great. Um. Anyway, I was saying we wanted to call the anthology heterarchy to use the definition that is used in human resources, which is that instead of that hierarchical top-down leadership, that there's another kind of leadership, which is a horizontal leadership where everybody is pretty much on the same level and all the people are connected to each other. It's sort of like everybody's responsible for their own area and then we all link arms. And that's how we support each other. And that's how we don't have to recreate every single piece of the puzzle because if I'm linking arms with Kelly and Kelly is a leader in this particular area, then Kelly is going to pick up that slack and run with it. And if I'm a leader in this particular area, then Kelly can lean on my expertise and on and on it goes. Can you see, Kelly, how that idea of leadership is going to be so much less wasteful and yeah. so much more exponentially beneficial for everybody than the traditional, I'm going to call it your grandfather's leadership yeah. style. What do you think about that? I absolutely agree. And it's honestly the reason why I chose this book. That word had such a vibration from it, that mm-hmm. title, that I was like, wow. I, it just drew me in with the word because I could feel the vibration. I understood that, yes, this is what true leadership is. It's holding space for everyone to be a part of something and co-create together as one energy. 
And it's just like you said, being able to lean on other people for their wisdom instead of us having to have this egotistical mind that we know what we don't know and play these games as the leader saying, oh, well, you're going to do it this way, even if it's the wrong way, because you don't want to admit that you don't know the right way. And when it comes right down to it, there's so much flexibility and so much more heart led leadership skills when you open that space and allow others to be seen and heard and have their vision. Because again, it's about adding everyone's magic because we all have these amazing gifts. So when you add the magic together, it just becomes this beautiful vibration. And for me, what I always say, um, it's when we do it this way, it's almost like people learn to take personal responsibility for how they show up because they're not listening to what needs to be done. They are part of the actual action of creating something together. So their energy in it, they are more accountable for it. They want to be a part of it instead of being told what to do. They realize I can be a part of it. I have the ability to share my gift in this collaboration instead of just sitting back and being told, no, do it this way. So I'm all about co-creating always. Mm, I just got goosebumps about that. That's so, so beautiful to me. You know, I'm going to share something with you. It's this whole idea of intuition and spirituality and doing things in this space that we tend to be in is sometimes a little difficult for me to embrace because I'm coming from the very traditional scientific background. So I like when things sort of line up with the science and because this, okay, guys, don't tune out on me yet. I see everybody's eyes hearing me talking about science and everybody's like, falling asleep a little bit stay with me here what I want to talk about is a little bit of divine symmetry because everything is math everything every single thing is math whether it's music or patterns or the waves of the ocean guys there's math in everything and what I love about this idea of collaborative leadership is that it has math that supports it as being the way to go. And if y'all don't believe me, ask my son. He's a mathematician of the family. I only play one on TV. (laughs) So, so good. But we talked a little bit ahead of this conversation and you gave us five tips for collaborative leadership. Because for many of us, The leadership that we've learned, the leadership that we've grown up with is not this collaborative idea. And so we kind of need to know what do we need to do going forward? How do we switch the paradigm in our lives, in our businesses, and actually see that exponential growth? Those six, seven, eight figure businesses. And here's the thing, guys. I know I'm always talking about, oh, get your six-figure business here. But here's the thing. It's not really about the money, honey. Here's the thing about having a bigger business, about playing that bigger game. There are people who are losing sleep at night because the service you provide is something they deeply need. And when you have more resources, then you can help them be resourced 
in a way that you can't when you're worrying about the survival of your business, when you're worrying about where the next client's coming from. So there is a reason for wanting to have these bigger businesses, for wanting to be able to have more financial stability in our businesses. So you gave us five tips and I want you to just weigh in on each one as I go through. You said tip one was facilitating the space for co-creation. Tell us a little bit about what that means for you. Yeah. So when I talk about facilitation, that means I'm holding the space, allowing for other people to add. So when I teach courses, for example, when I have my apprenticeship, I give them the foundation of what I know only in this moment, right? Because I'm growing, I'm evolving, I'm learning, right? So this is the foundation of what I know. Now I want you to take what you know, your own magic, sprinkle it all over it, and now share that with others. Because when you just take mine, you're basically just recycling only what I know. Well, <laughs> how does that help anybody? You know, you're just going to keep recycling. Here's to say two months down the road, I might have learned something new, but you're still using the same old foundation. No, we need to be able to evolve and grow with it. So by everybody adding their piece, their interpretation, their own magic, we're actually creating a bigger, more beautiful vibration that can, you know, impact and imprint on all kinds of experiences and all kinds of people. So that's what I mean by facilitating. And I love that. And one of the things that I've noticed, and for those of you who don't know, I love collaboration so much. I wrote a whole book about it. One of the things that I know for sure is that when you get people together, you get something that Napoleon Hill calls a mastermind. It's a case where one plus one is no longer equal to two. You're getting a result that's greater than you would have gotten if you had just individuals all by themselves. And so making that space for co-creation, giving people autonomy, giving people an opportunity to weigh in, that actually is beneficial for you, for your business, for your life. The ideas that are going to come in, they might not necessarily be a Kelly idea or a Davia idea. They might be an idea that just got pulled right out of the ether. I've seen that magic happen in person. So I know it's true. The second one that you shared with us is learn to listen and to learn from others, releasing ego. And you mentioned ego just a minute ago, but I'd love for you to share a little bit more about what that means. Ego for me is always having to be right. You know, always thinking that you know best. Um, sometimes ego comes in and, and Kelly, I do small. know best. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you think you know best, but remember, we only know what we know in this minute. When we close the door, when we say, I know, we're actually closing the door for abundance in oh, all yeah. areas of our life because we're telling the universe that, well, I already know that. I'm not open to learning more. I'm not open to growth. I'm not open to evolving. Instead, we have to understand that people only know the best they know right now in this moment. Staying open to the possibility that anything can change in a mere second, all because space is being held for that opportunity. Does that make sense? I love that so much. And I would even go so far as to say that sometimes when we have fears that pop up for us and I'm going to use it in the context of us as entrepreneurs when we have fears that might pop up from 
should I be a leader or should I expand my business or things like that? Some of those things are ego also trying to hold us in that place. So I love that you mentioned ego when we're talking about leadership. You talked, your third tip for us was harness your own energetic frequency. frequency. Take the pause. And I... I just settled into that one because that felt really, really delicious for me. Share what that means for you. So for me, when I talk about harnessing your own personal frequency, um, you know, I, I had this truth bomb dropped on me over 10 years ago where uh, Michael Bernard Beckwith, when I worked with him, said to me, Kelly, life is not happening to you. It's not even happening for you. It's happening as you through you. Ooh. Ooh. Right. Talk about learning to take personal responsibility. It's not about blaming anyone else for your situation, your experiences. And I looked at him and I said, but I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for this. And I know I didn't ask for this. And he said, are you sure about that? Because your energetic frequency tells me otherwise. You are complaining. You are ungrateful. You are, you know, in this lower frequency. You are looking for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. You were bringing this all in upon yourself. So when you learn to take personal responsibility and take that pause before you react, before you declare whatever it is out to the universe, you are then taking personal responsibility and actually um, creating what it is you truly want. Because whatever you are in this moment is what you are attracting. It's that simple. And if your frequency is low, you are going to attract more frequencies that match how you feel in this moment. So take the pause mm. before you react, before you speak, before you think those limiting beliefs or anything else, knowing that the universe does give you a little bit of time to make that switch. But if you keep putting it out there in those lower frequencies, you are going to experience many more that come in to reaffirm the frequency that you're living in. So learning to harness your own frequency is extremely important. I love that one so much. You taught your number four was ground yourself and be open to intuition, be guided by intuition instead of fear. Say more about that. Yeah. So grounding, look, the best way to ground is to connect to your breath in that present moment, because the breath is life. That's our life force energy. And so many times we are completely oblivious to even that beautiful gift of breath. Most people I know breathe from their chest. They take very shallow breaths. Instead, be mindful of bringing that breath down into that hara right below your belly button and breathe in that life force energy. Because when you do that, then you are staying in that present moment and you are grounding your energies to be as one with mother earth, whether you understand it or not, you are fully embracing that connection just by staying in the present moment. Another grounding exercise, you can go outside and just go barefoot mm. out in the grass, in the sand, in the dirt, wherever you are, help break up the stagnant energy of all those EMFs that you experience throughout your whole day that literally pulls you from being grounded. And just go outside for just a few minutes and just get your feet in that, that grass, that soil, that sand, wherever you are, and uh, really just breathe in 
and, and allow yourself to reground. I love that. I also love your fifth tip, which was boundaries, healthy boundaries. How many of yes. us need to learn that lesson? Yes, healthy boundaries are so incredibly important. They're not just for you, they're for other people. Because when you are able to speak and live by your healthy boundaries, you're actually teaching other people that one, it's okay for them to create their own healthy boundaries. And two, that you are not willing to sacrifice yourself or your needs for anyone because you are the most important person in your own life. And if you can't take care of you and learn to create those healthy boundaries for yourself, then you are literally giving your energetic frequency away to those that are not deserving of it. So be mindful of your healthy boundaries and be okay with creating them and do it in baby steps if you have to. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I, I love all these tips. They're really meaningful. Can you just very quickly share with us a little bit of your story of how not establishing the healthy boundaries led to what was termed the breakdown, which actually became your breakthrough? Yeah, I think for me, um, being a woman growing up in a time where we were expected to just do everything, right? Women are expected to care for everyone. You're expected to work. You're expected to be a mother. And I think because I didn't have the tools necessary, no one ever taught me how to take care of my spiritual self, how to take care of my emotional self, my mental self, that um, I basically broke down. And my entire body, physically, emotionally, and mentally, uh, literally had to step away. I had to almost unlearn everything to relearn and live a very different, a very different way. I love that. And I love that that's the story that you share in our upcoming anthology, which is a bestseller and which will also be available October 17th and 18th. And it's going to be launched right alongside our Ladies Power Lunch fall summit ignite your leadership if you'd like to get your tickets for that just go to growsmarternotharder.com slash ticket and you'll get a chance to be in the room with kelly and hang out with her and pick her brain and just learn so much more than just these five little tips that she's been able to share with us so i invite you to be a part of ladies power lunch and certainly to join us for summit kelly it's been amazing having you here today I could have this conversation with you all day and I'm really, really looking forward to sitting with you and actually being in your energy in a physical way. And I don't know, maybe get a hug. <laughs> we'll see how that works out. But I'm really looking forward to Summit. Thank you for saying yes to being a part of our Summit and thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for sharing your wisdom with us. Everybody, I love you all so much. I thank you so much for tuning in today to be a part of this movement that is bringing women's voices to the world in a bigger way. This is when we become a part of the conversation because when we're part of the conversation, now we have a choice and we can raise the vibration of the planet one person at a time. Thank you so much, Kelly. This has been awesome. And everybody, I'll see you guys on the next show. Bye, everyone. 
thank you for joining us. Find out more at our website, www.ladiespowerlunch.com. And find us on YouTube at youtube.ladiespowerlunch.com. This is a production of the LPL Podcast Network.